What's up, everybody? We're back again with another edition of Beers on the Gridiron. I'm your host, Connor the Cat, with my co-host, as always, Tommy Tomatoes. Hey, Connor, how you doing? I'm doing well. It's good I'm to see you. <laughs> yeah, we got we got we got definitely got to start with that. You're having a good day today. I'm having a phenomenal. It was like Christmas. I know you've I'm been having the greatest day, and most of you are probably wondering how I could be having such a great day after such an embarrassing loss on Monday Night Football last night. Uh, you know, my Giants to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's probably the only thing that could cheer you up yes, after that. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Uh, the Giants actually had the biggest win of their season. Uh, today on a Tuesday, and that <laughs> oh was God. because they fired Jason Garrett That's... as their offensive coordinator. Didn't even finish out the season. Didn't even finish out the season, nope. which I I predicted, but I was also like I, I wasn't sure of because I don't trust the Giants at all um, to do the right thing. Um, but I literally said, I you know I, I think I gave him like six games. I was like to show something or he's gone. Yeah, it was a little bit longer than that. It was ten games. Yeah. It should it should have been done sooner. You're right. Yeah. It, it should have been done way sooner. Uh offense has been stagnant. Uh they really have shown absolutely nothing. Yeah. Uh from and running the ball, passing the ball, blocking. It, it's just, just all every, bad. Everything. It's all bad. Every everything has just been yeah. it's, it's not good. There's no thing. good there's no like positives to take away from any Giants offense this year. No, Besides no. Daniel Jones running the football. Exactly, which they did sparingly. They did it a yeah. few times in a few games where it worked and then they completely abandoned it. Yep. Um and you know but they did that across the board. Throwing the ball deep. I feel like every time they threw the ball more than 30 yards, it was a completion. Yeah. Like, and they, then that was it. He's got that a good deep it. ball. That was it. He does. Yeah. Um, and sure, I mean, it, it could be a sustain, an unsustainable amount of efficiency behind that, but we'll never know because he only would do it once every three games. Right. Like, so. And it's mainly Darius Slate. Exactly. He's throwing exactly. for the most or part. Or John Ross. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen him a lot. Has he been like? I, I, I knew he got a few snaps and a few targets last yeah, night. Yeah, he had that one little run. Uh, I don't know, like end around run. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, he he's also used. Is like, he cooked? Like, Is he cooked? No, I mean, I, I think I, 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 don't, I don't. Again, like we were having this discussion earlier, I don't can't say, I can't evaluate anybody on this team because because of the offensive scheme. Like I just I don't know. How like players aren't being used the right way. Yeah. You know, I don't know what these play designs are, you know, for I can't evaluate, you know, three yard curl routes and, you know, uh, out routes and stuff where like, okay, it's completed or it's incomplete. Like, wh- what am I gonna say? Or it's not thrown to that guy because you're not playing to that guy's strengths. I, I don't know how to evaluate anybody. But. Right, and like, uh, you showed me the clip today from Dan Orlovsky with the three wide receivers like running in like pretty much the same route and they all bunched up and you know, they, they do nothing to get any separation. They kind of just look back at Daniel Jones like, uh, what do we do now, you know? So, I look at the big picture of that, like, who does that really go on for the most part? Is that, like, are the wide receivers running the wrong route? Is Daniel Jones not reciting the play the way it is? Is this a coaching thing? And I'm going to probably say it's a coaching thing. Like, you guys should not be doing that in week 11 at the end of the season. Exactly. And I would say, like, I I can argue it for any one of those in, like, a, a different world. But I've seen that exact play. Sometimes, you know, a deeper route. I've seen that exact play pretty much every game this yeah. year. 
uh, where they've done that. And I just like, so that just leads me to believe it's coaching. And then I also go back to uh, a few weeks ago, I think it might've been the Kansas City game. I don't know if it was Kansas City, but there was a play there. Giants are in the red zone and it was, it was third and, you know, third and whatever. And Sterling Shepard, it was a completed pass to Sterling Shepard. It was an out route. Um, and he caught the ball like two yards short of the first down uh, marker. And then there was a whole big thing. Everyone's like, why is this the play when, you know, you know he's going to be short. And Jason Garrett came out and he said, he's like, well, I think Sterling will tell you before anyone that he, he knows he needs to run that route deeper. And that was his mistake. And right. I was like, I was like, well, you know, it's funny that you say Sterling needs to do that. And maybe he should have. Like, I'm not saying that he shouldn't have. But I've seen this every single, every single game. Right. And I was like, if I'm seeing that consistently, at a certain point, it's not that the receiver just keeps doing that. It's coaching. Whether he's supposed to do that or not, that should be fixed immediately. And yeah. a guy like Sterling Shepard isn't like, you know, he's not a rookie. He's not a, a dumb guy. Like, Sterling Shepard's a good receiver. He's a very good receiver. I don't, like, if he is doing that repeatedly, it's on the coaching staff. That, that used to drive me nuts. Yeah. Where it's like third and 12 and you have a guy who runs 10 yards. You know, it's and just, it, and it, that's what they've been doing. The it last maddens me. Every, that's what they've been the doing the last two years. And I also just want to point out too, because I saw this today and I knew about it to a, a certain degree, but I just want to repeat this. Um, so offensive touchdowns scored since the start of 2020 regular season, which is when Jason Garrett was brought in. So the Buccaneers rank first with 95 touchdowns. Mm -hmm. The Giants rank dead last at 42 touchdowns. So they've had 42 touchdowns over the past year and a half. The Jets are ahead of them with 46. The Jaguars have 10 more touchdowns at 52. Wow, that is unbelievable. Yeah, the Lions have 61 touchdowns. The Texans have 59 touchdowns. Where are the Eagles on there? I'm just curious. The Eagles are ranked 18th with 68 touchdowns. Yeah, okay. Which is... I feel like over the last two years, that's a pretty respectable number. Yeah, I got, well, yeah, last year was bad. Yeah. So, yeah. I, but, I, I get it. Yeah. Anyway. But, so, uh, this is great news for me. Um, Freddie Kitchens is now promoted to the interim offensive coordinator. Uh, I, I, I don't even really know what to expect. I know Freddie, when he took over initially for Baker, um, when Hugh Jackson was fired, Baker... That's where Baker really started to develop. Oh, Baker loved um, him. And yeah, and played great. And then, you know, Freddie was promoted to actual head coach. And then obviously he had a disaster year. And, yeah. You know, whatever. Um, but what I do know about Freddie Kitchens is he likes to throw the ball downfield, which I think anybody with a brain should want to do. So hopefully, I'm just looking to see that attempt. Like, if it works, great. If it doesn't work, that's cool. that's I'm cool, cool too. I'm cool too. Yeah. I just want to see it because I want to know. And I don't have any expectations for Freddie Kitchens. All I know is it can't possibly be as bad as Jason Garrett. And maybe, just maybe, we can actually evaluate some of the players on offense now. So we know kind of what to address moving forward. Because yeah. have not been able to do that in the slightest too any player and sure there's some things you can look at like Daniel Jones for example uh I, I don't think I said it since day one there's no way to properly evaluate him in this offense I think you do better in another offense 
Um, but you can also still look at some things that you'd be like, no matter what offense you're in, that was bad. Right. Or whatever. So I, I'm not saying Daniel Jones is the guy. He isn't the guy. Um, you know, as it stands right now, I'm more so leaning towards he's not the guy. But now I feel like I'll at least hopefully get a more proper evaluation on him. You are. You're going to evaluate a lot of things these last couple weeks because yeah. Giants are sitting at three and seven. And season's over. Season's over. It's done. Um, so, you know, these guys, these coaches now are auditioning to probably go elsewhere at this point because I think Gettleman's days are pretty much numbered. I yep. think anybody with anybody will tell you that. He's got to be obviously gone. So I think if whoever they get in here, um, apparently uh, they are already kind of sending up their feelers a little bit around the league and such. And it could be Lewis Riddick. I think it's it very well. I think he's. Man, Mara loved him. I think he's. Yeah, Mara loved him. So. Um, and I, at the time, um, when they hired Gettleman, I, w- I wanted Lewis Riddick. Um, but after doing some more research, and even up until recently, I wasn't like a lot of fans really soured on him, and I didn't fully sour on him. But literally within like the last few weeks, where I not only have I done some digging into past things he said. Um, but also some of the things that I've heard him talk and, you know, sure, it could be TV talk. It could be, you know, just to have like create something for, you know, the shows that he's on or yeah, yeah. the Monday night football or whatever. But I just haven't agreed with a lot of things he said. And it worries me a little bit that it's like, a, here we go again. Um, so, but, you know, I don't know. I'm always for, you know, I, I have to wait and see, like, if, if, if that's the guy, I'm not just going to be like, this is awful. I have to see it become awful. See, but like, I mean, you see what these other teams are doing, like uh, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, or like, you know, teams that just like continuously draft so well. Why don't they just plug guys from there, you know? I understand it. I know. I know. Or like even from New England, plug guys from there. Well, that's the problem is they have that New England's Well, not coaches. I'm talking about front office. But that was the issue too is New England, they haven't drafted well either they've they've more so gotten by with a want to talk about their last year's draft free, yeah their last year's draft was, was a yeah, Max, also, Christian Barrymore but also that was the first draft without Nick Casario this is true yeah so like and then this is that first draft who's leaving New England right now like yeah no. but Bill that was the thing is Bill always had a lot of say in the drafts and he he gets by on his coaching acclimate yeah and uh you know, these free agent acquisitions and stuff, and, you know, knowing the guys that fit his system, but also leaving better players on the table. Because it's not necessarily just the guys that they draft, it's the guys they don't draft when they have the opportunity. Right. Um, and everyone's left scratching their heads as well. Nikhil Harry's a perfect example. Yeah, which um, I, I like him a lot. I just uh, hope he gets an opportunity. I do, I, I do, and I was actually a big fan of him uh, in, in the draft that year, but, like, it wasn't even close to A.J. Brown for me. Like, I was like, A.J. Brown is far and wide the best receiver in this class. Like, I, I still had him. I still think he's a better receiver than D.K. Metcalf. I think D.K. is awesome, obviously. But okay. I, I mean, think, that's not crazy. That's not crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think A.J., um, I think he offers more, like, all over the field. I think he, he's a better route runner. He can just do more. Um, but I just think he's all around. Like, he's just that that guy that can do everything. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, it, it wasn't even close with any of the other guys in that draft uh, for me. And 
Jay yeah. Ortega Whiteside was in there. Yeah. <laughs> he had his first catch of the year on Sunday. Did he? He did, man. It was a big catch too. Yeah. It was a third down conversion. Good for him. I, I like that. See the Whiteside. Yeah, like he that. can. He can go kick rocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, I I totally agree. Uh, I I just don't understand why these teams don't look at you know the successful teams and be like. That's what I want to Maybe do. it's like an ego thing. Everyone's trying to be the smartest team in the room and they're trying to like have their new like they're trying to find their McVeigh, yeah, like I, those I, type of dudes, be, you know? It has to be that. But it, it's also bad teams following bad teams. Like the, there was a report uh, a few I mean, I think this came out a while ago, but I I heard it um, recently where it was like they were asking the Bears um, you know, what do you like what goes into your draft process or your free, like, how do you build a team? And they're like, well, you know, we follow like pretty much what the giants do. They like follow the giants. And I was like, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it I was checks like, out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are both, you know, top 10 picks this year. So yeah, yeah, it checks out. Well, you got that pick. I know. Which I know. is awesome, dude. Yeah. Which are probably yeah. going to be uh, packaged for uh, Russell Wilson. That's, my, that's my early prediction it here. Yeah. But then again, like, then, then, then what? It's a quick fix. Yeah, but I, they still have, you know, other things they need to do. But they do, but not too much. They're not that. They're not that far behind. You could turn around and they have no cap. So that's but that's the issue. You know, that's the issue. Because uh, like you can you can find your way look, around that though. We, if we've they, said if this they, multiple if times. They, if they traded for Russell Wilson, I'm there. I'm not going to be complaining. No, I'm absolutely face, not. But I, I will also be like. There's nothing else they can do right now. Like you gotta hope for diamonds in the rough. Like yeah. you still have to build that offensive line, um, and you're losing a lot of capital to do so. Yeah, you'll see a lot of restructures. You're gonna yeah, see. Yeah, but I just don't. I just don't know how much that can really. Uh, sure, you can like do a couple things here and there, but if you're really rebuilding, like just do it the right way. Right. So, like, well, you I can... almost feel like Russell Wilson might be like taking a shortcut where you're not giving him a position to really succeed. But I don't know. I like, but it's, it's too know. early to yeah. say it's that, way too the, early. That's the annoying it is only week us. 12. We're going into week 12 here. Yeah. So we just got to finish out the year and just take it on our chin, you know, exactly. but Hey, Garrett's gone. Yeah, that's a huge one. plus, man. That's, so that's step one. You know, I, I, I think it's, well, Gettleman's obviously gone too. So, and I just can't see Joe judge sticking around. If Gettleman's gone too. I, I think logically. Yes. But I, I just, I, I'm telling you the giants are one of those teams where like Mara being the owner where he's into everything. He, he will he will totally not saying this will happen but he will totally be a guy if he still believes in Joe Judge or still wants to give him another year yeah he won't hire a guy that's gonna fire Joe Judge mm. he will at in the interview process he will be like what are your thoughts on Joe Judge and that will go into his decision then that's scary because yeah. then you're looking at Lewis Riddick sure because Lewis Riddick just wants to get back in the NFL sure sure you know I, yeah. I would assume but, I mean you're, but you're also just looking at again you know not picking the right guy to pick a guy to and then, and then look, and then let's just say Joe Judge still does what he does, and they fire him next year. Well, you hired a GM just because you liked a guy, and he's gone after one year. Exactly. Well, that, and around and around we go. I would right. uh, honestly, dude, I would, I would completely fire everyone I would from the equipment manager I would to the ball boys. To the water guys who fill up the Gatorade buckets, just I would too. yeah, to, and, to everybody, the and, cheerleaders, and, get them and, out of there. And, well, actually, yeah, you guys don't have cheerleaders. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if they did, get them out of yeah. there. But <laughs> and, and the thing is too, like I, I really love Patrick Graham, but I'm more so like 
hey, if you bring in a new GM and he wants his guys, absolutely. Like, you you get your guys. I, I don't care about anything. Yeah. Regarding that. But... Anyway, yeah. Before we go, we started, had to start with that because you know that's big news big coming news. from you know we're both uh, you know Eagles and Giants fans you know yeah. of course so you know we got to bring up that shit. And I was very very happy. I'm sure you were, man. I'm sure you were. But before we go any further, we are drinking a new beer today. We um, are. I'll post uh, it up later on our Twitter yep, page. Yep, it's uh, New Belgium Voodoo Ranger, which mm-hmm. I'm sure many of you have heard of. Um, they're very very popular, um, but this one is the future hop. IPA, which I actually haven't heard of. Uh, it's a, ooh, it's an 8%. I did not yeah. know that. Yeah, it's got a little juice to yeah. it, you know. It's got a very, like, Dr. Freeze uh, 90s retro type can, which is really cool yeah i'm gonna be honest i bought this for the look yeah i did and i know voodoo ranger is actually a very good brand and i just i saw future hop and i was like huh you know what let's give it a shot man i saw the guy with the skull and like you know he's got some yeah. cool shades on so you know he's got some headphones yeah, it's like, like a terminator he's feeling he's got the you know? nintendo power glove on yeah exactly yeah, yeah i like it i'm digging it yeah. and actually i i also like the taste i do too it's like um you know, you obviously it's an IPA, and you could tell that, but I don't know. It's very, uh, very refreshing. It is refreshing. I don't know how to describe the taste. It kind of tastes like uh, you could taste the IPA, IPA in it, but it also tastes like a, an actual like lager. As yeah, well. yeah. It's got a mixture of that. It's kind of, it kind of does. And New Belgium, that's kind of their style. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I actually like this a lot. All right, good. I'm glad I actually yeah. picked something really nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna give it a seven point one. Okay, I was thinking like 7.3 for me. Okay. Yeah, somewhere around there. In that range. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan. So I'll, po- I'll post a picture up of the uh, of this particular blend on our yes. on our Twitter page when we get a shot. Yes. So, okay. what are we going to do? We're going to transition into our week 11, like, you know, what stuck out to us? Or do you want to stop somewhere first? No, I mean, what, what do you think? What, uh, what, stu- what stuck out? What stood out to yeah. me? Uh, first, I'm going to go with Steve Spagnolo, the defensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs who had those guys ready to go against the Dallas Cowboys. And Dallas has a very powerful offense. Two, uh, you know, big two uh, running back monster. Got CeeDee Lamb out there. Amari Cooper was out with COVID. Maybe that played a little role, but Gallup's a decent receiver to have in there. You know, it's got a two tight end. Well, actually the one tight end, but I think the other one's out. But regardless, nonetheless, uh, this is not a shock. Kansas City has like no help in the secondary besides the honey badger back there. So, to hold Dallas to nine points, a team that's averaging, I believe, what, 34 points a game, something like that, is, is awesome. Like, I thought this was going to be a little bit more of a high-scoring game. And I thought, I think we both actually might have picked Dallas, I think. Or I know I definitely did. I'm not sure if you did. I think I did. Okay. I, I had it in a close game. All right, well, you know. Did not have the game turning out the way it did. I'll no, absolutely that. not. And, you know, Michael Parsons is a beast. Uh, by the way, he's a he's a beast. I know this isn't my like topic of like you know people that stood like uh, my my recognition I want to give for this yep. game, but I just have to go on and say that the guy's an animal. Well, I'll, I'll just butt in because he's my number one for uh, players that stood out. I mean, agree. I was a very big fan of him at Penn State. Um, I thought that he was the best defensive player in the draft. Yes, um, and, you know, one of the best players in the draft. Uh, and I, I didn't really, it, it was very, very tough to 
Like, if he came to the Giants, I'd be like, I'm, I'm happy with this because of the versatility. Yes. Um, when he went to the Cowboys, our one friend, uh, Matt Sunday, who's a big Cowboys fan, was furious. I know. Because he just didn't see, it didn't fill a need for them. And I said, right. I was like, just wait, this guy can play everywhere. I said the same thing yeah. to him. He started texting me, freaking out. He goes, yeah. freaking another linebacker? You got to be kidding me. I was like, Sunday, I understand. But this guy, he's, he's honestly, I'm going to go ahead and say this. He is the he was the best player in this draft. Yeah, I I, I completely pound, agree. Pound yeah. for pound, like versatility, all around best player in this draft, I mean, hands down. When you are not only the clear cut defensive rookie of the year, but like I think that he's even in the running for defensive player of the year. Hell, he could be. Like, he I, very well I, could I, be, like, dude. I really think he. Is, like, yeah, to I, stick a guy who is, is like a pretty much a standout linebacker, and then he's a standout defensive lineman, and, and it's very hard to rest the pass in this league. He does it like you know that Chiefs game was like he was just get, he was setting the edge, like, yep. getting back there, and you know what? He can cover too. Like I think go safety. Yeah, he can be a safety. Yeah, he, can, he can do everything. <laughs> yeah. like, he, he's that good. Um, you know, he had four tackles. He had two sacks. Um, uh, three quarterback hits. Yeah, like, he was all over the place, and he has like blown me away because I, I, I agreed with the sentiment that Matt Sunday had when they drafted. Yes, I was like, and sure, like things didn't go their way. Sertan was gone, Corn was gone. There was no better wanted. player to take there though. But uh, you could, and, you and could make an argument it, for Rashawn Slater or something like that, but not really. No, they don't yeah. need it. Yeah. Um, but well, uh, Smith. Well, you know. Yeah. Nothing to worry about that. Exactly. But uh, when they, de- I was like, I'm like, yeah, they did. I think they did get the best defensive player of the draft. And I do think their defense is better because of this. But still, their secondary is a liability. It is. Um, well, and that's well, that's what I said pre-draft. It's been better than expected this year. It still hasn't been good. But, yeah. Um, but I mean, he has made such an impact on that defense where. Uh, I mean, I, I, I still thought that game was ugly. Like, o- offensively, it was ugly. Yeah, I didn't catch um, much of it. I was on my way home from Philly. Yeah, I, I, I watched all of it. Yeah. And uh, Dallas's defense, actually, I, I thought they did uh, a pretty great job. job. Yeah. Like, I, I thought that they were actually very solid. My Mahomes didn't do too much. No, he yeah. he actually had a relatively bad game. I mean, he I mean, got screwed by some things, but... You know, he had a 45 QBR. Dak had a 10 QBR. Dak yeah, had Dak a had a really bad game. game. Very bad game. But, uh, but no, like Dallas' defense, uh, they looked very good against a very high-powered offense, and a lot of that was because of Michael Parsons. So, yeah. Um, so he, he was my number one standout player uh, this week, and I think that he is going to be the defensive rookie of the year and we'll see if there's anything more and well he, he pretty much should yeah, honestly at absolutely. this point um did, did we just roll into your pick okay we did uh let me see so i really want to go jalen hurts here i don't want to go two weeks in a row because i think i'm gloating too much on how much he's been impressive but yeah, I, that's why i'm not going to do jonathan taylor yeah i, I got him, you i did him last week you did right okay. what else is there to say it's five questions right right so i'm gonna go ahead i'll go with um Gonna go with the Arizona Cardinals. Um, another week without Kyler Murray, without DeAndre Hopkins, no JJ Watt, and they still find a way to win. They're giving me Eagles 2017 vibes. They are really like you know that, and that was a, a 
gutsy win. Obviously, the Seahawks have not been good this year, but it's in Seattle. You have Colt McCoy going up against Russell Wilson. No DeAndre Hopkins. Right. Um, it just looked like uh, this is the game that you know the Seahawks get it going again, and defense stepped up. Colt did. Colt had, a, had actually a really great game. Like he had a very. He good did. Game. He did. Um, They're helping them out a lot with like play calling and like yeah, scheming yeah. up the offense because you have to change it. You know. No one's Kyler Murray. Exactly. You know, but I mean, so. he had, I think it's probably his best game of his career. Yeah, I don't really like true. Kyler Murray, though, but I just, I just for some, I don't know why. I just, I just don't, I just don't like him. But, he's, a, but uh, he's, he's a good player. Yeah, but, uh. <laughs> I just, I just don't like him. He doesn't just look like fun to talk to. You know? That's, <laughs> that's, that's exactly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the Cardinals really showed up and they proved why that they're a top three team in the NFL and, you know, uh, a Super Bowl contender with a win like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what's your uh, pick? No, my pick my next one is uh, it's, it's kind of like a, a two-parter, but it's Justin Jefferson, um, and the two-parter is the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I really think like the Minnesota Vikings are flirting with being a top ten team. I wow. I, that's my bold really. Statement. I. Okay. I, I, I said that a few weeks ago. They've, had, like, they've had bad luck. I, they've they had have. a lot of like, bad luck. I, I said that a few weeks ago, and I was like, this team, it's similar to the Colts. I'm like, they're much better than their record shows, and they're a legitimate threat. Like, they're a team that, like, nobody should feel comfortable to play, as shown in this game against Green Bay. Because not only did they win, but they were resilient. Every time Rodgers did Rodgers things, they answered back, and they answered back quick. And yeah. It was just, it was, this game was a literal shootout, and the Vikings won that shootout. They did. The they Packers. rose to the occasion. Yeah. They went toe-to-toe with them, and they were not – I mean, of course, the defense had their struggles going against Rodgers. I mean, who really doesn't, you know, so much? Yeah. But, you know, they, they really hung in there. Yeah. They and really did. Their offense is just really impressed this year. I think Kirk's having a, a pretty – pretty solid year like he does you know you're gonna get the the good with the bad sometimes but i think the good is very much outweigh the bad yeah because he's had some monster games and i think a lot of that is due to the play of justin jefferson where you know some people like expect it when they see a rookie year like that and they're like oh this guy's great and then like now he's just doing what we expected i always pump the brakes i always like i always get not worried but like some when rookies have these monster years, um, no matter what position, when it's like so good, I always think that there's probably some regression. Yeah. Or you know, let's let's like I want to see like let me see it again, and then I'm like, and I'm a huge fan of Justin Jefferson. I always have been, but I was like, uh, I wanna I wanna make sure that like he really is like elite elite, and he's just proving that. Oh, he's elite. He made. He made so many big catches and plays in that game. He blanketed, blanketed coverage over. Yeah, exa- exactly. Like, contested coming catch. back, coming back to that ball, mm-hmm. like and making that grab um, was was just phenomenal. Like, yeah, great ball awareness, um, and he's just really, really impressed me um, so far this year. Uh, you know, he's he has sixty three catches for nine hundred and forty four yards. He's fourth. Um, in the NFL in, in yards. Wow. Um, he has six touchdowns. Like, he, he like, again, like, he, I, I, I always knew that he was going to continue to be good, but last year he was a top five receiver in terms of, you know, statistics and everything. 
and he's proving again that he's at the very least a top 10 receiver. Absolutely. Like, he's outplaying, you know, other great receivers that I expected to bounce back or, you know, do whatever, but he, he's, he's still doing it. And he's, he's really helping Minnesota be a, a team to be afraid of afraid yeah. to play. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And he's, I mean, uh, he's been, he's been nothing short of just spectacular. You know, he's, he, I was totally wrong on him. And, uh, I was actually going to pick the same game to be my third thing that uh, stood out to me. But uh, I'm going to go with a little different spin because I do want to acknowledge one part of this game. And that is the Vikings two-minute drill to end the game. How many times have we seen teams score too fast or get a, like you know get ahead or whatever and they give Aaron Rodgers too much time? Oh, they just chucked away yards and they knew what to do. They got the clock down to two seconds, and they kicked that field goal to win beautiful. the game. Ball does not get in the hands of Aaron Rodgers at all. It was beautiful. So I want to give that credit. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I, that was another thing that I noticed about that, too. And and it was weird. Like, this game, I was like – because I'm impartial, and I'm even more so, like, a lot of the times I'm, I'm rooting for the Packers because uh, as much as Aaron is, like, a diva and he's done a lot of stupid things recently, like, I still, like – feel like he needs to win one more Super Bowl. Regardless if he does or not, like I'll still be like, ah, oh, you know, I hope the Packers get the shot. If it's granted to them, I hope they get the shot. So I, I always kind of like like to and I like to watch greatness too. Of course. But um but when it came down to that and especially like Dalvin Cook running and then making sure he got down, he didn't go in. Like yeah. I was like this team, I was like, thank you so much for being playing smart. Because what drives me crazy is there's so many of these head coaches that are smarter than you and I, and you know, not even questioning. I, I could do a, a quarter of the job that they do in not forget head coaching, but just clock management. I see so many great head coaches make boneheaded decisions when it comes to clock management and how to absolutely manipulate, you know manipulate the clock or the time possession and it, it just it baffles me i've seen mcveigh do it i've seen shanahan do it i've seen belichick i've seen everyone do it at, at some point or another i'm just like what were you thinking doing this right now and the vikings so now i've gotten to the point where i'm like i will praise it when i see the right <laughs> thing which it shouldn't be but seeing it so many times go wrong the vikings did it right I just had to bring that up. I know we were in the subject, and I, I was going to choose the same game, and I just thought that should uh, that, yeah. should, that shouldn't go unnoticed. Absolutely. So now I'll change it up. I'll pick I'll pick something else, and I'm going to go with the Houston Texans going into Tennessee and just laying it down on the Titans. I mean, you got freaking Tannehill throwing four picks in the game, Desmond King getting two of them, and Camus Grugier Hill, former Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl champion, getting a touchdown. I believe. Actually, no, he got called from behind at like the five or whatever. But still, I'm uh, I'm done betting this year. I'm done with the parlays. You, oh, I, I, dude, did you have so like good. a uh, what you call? What is that? What is that? What you call when you pick a team that's like guaranteed to win or something like that? Uh, survivor pool. Survivor pool. Yeah. Did you pick it for a survivor pool no, or something like that? No, I didn't do that. I should have like an eight team parlay and like the te- like the Texans. Who, who else was it? It was the Texans. I lost with the Texans. I lost with Washington. Which I mean, that one was you know close, but uh, yeah, Cam looked good. What was the other? Well, that's hang on. Uh. Um, <laughs> and there was one other game 
that I lost that I feel like I shouldn't have lost. Maybe not. Was but... it spreads involved or no? No, it was just, it was just money line. Was it but... Jets? Did you pick the Jets? No. Um, I'm trying to think, like, team-wise. I, th- I think it was just the Panthers losing to Washington. Yeah? But, okay. Um, but, yeah, a- a- any, anywho, uh, the Texans, like, I, I just don't understand. I, both of us were like, I don't think they're going to win a game. Um, yeah, man. And so far, they've beaten. Well, it's like a two forehead. They yeah. have two wins. You know? No, no I mean, <laughs> but, uh, still, you know, beating Tennessee at home. Yeah, that's like, big, dude. Wow, that's just that's just your patent. Like, you know, we're a good team, but we just took this team too late. Sure. You know, that's just one of those. You know, really off game. Oh, just terrible. Yeah, completely terrible. Usually, he's good with ball security and stuff. Yeah, he was not good here at all. But that that happens. It does happen. You know, sometimes you play uh, down to your opponent and stuff like that. And our boy Tyrod Taylor, man, just just being a good game manager. I love him too, man. He does. You know, we just. I, I just like him. That's it. I I love him. I love him. I just still don't understand why there aren't more. I guess not more jobs because they do keep getting jobs, but like why people overlook guys like Tyrod Taylor and I mean, Teddy Bridgewater obviously kind of came back down to earth, but like Teddy, but guys like that. And they look at, you know, these other guys like Case Keenum, um, you know, Sam Darnold is different because he's so young and like you're, you're betting on the upside, but how you just kind of overlook Guys like Tyrod, who like can legitimately help your team win football games, he can, like, and he's just I, yeah. I, everyone loves him, you know, and he's oh. just a good. He does everything you, you ask him. I mean, he does he does he throws the ball pretty well to me, in my opinion. I think he does. Is he going to win you a Super Bowl? Probably not. Probably not. But like like we said with Teddy too, with like the, these champions of the game management, like. Because sometimes when it comes to the playoffs and the Super Bowl, like you need to be that guy where you make like you make a play, like you make a play. But if you have a great team around you, like Denver Broncos when Peyton Manning was done, oh yeah, like, dude. If you have a great team around you. Tyrod Taylor wins you that game. Like Teddy <laughs> yeah. Bridgewater wins you that game. I agree. Like, Their defense was that good. They're, for, like... they're not going to be for the most part. You know, sure there could be games where they do this, but. Nine times out of ten, they're not going to lose you the game. Are they going to be able to do enough to win the game if the other team is just on fire and maybe a better team? No. But they won't, like, actively lose you the game. Right. No, I agree with you, man. I I agree with you. And he didn't have, like, really that great of a statistical game. You know, 14-24, 107 yards. He basically had a Carson Wentz game from this past Sunday. But Taking they, shots. But they, but they didn't need like, – Taking shots. They didn't really need to do any. Like, they were – They didn't. I, I watched a good portion of that game, and Tennessee couldn't do anything. They were just – Tennessee was like – it was one of those games where, like, after the first quarter, you were just like, uh, it's going to be one of those. Like, yeah. I, like, there was no coming back. Even when they showed a glimpse and then – uh, what something went wrong? I forget what it was. It might have been another pick, but like, yeah, no Julio, no Derrick Henry. Right. You know, it's it's catching up a little bit. You know, here and there and stuff. I mean, they won last week. They looked pretty. They good. did. They yeah. did. And maybe they did. Maybe exactly what I said just to start this whole yeah. whole thing with uh with this. They just played down to their opponent. Yeah. They did. yeah. I mean, I think that's what it is. It's just yeah. like, but so you got to give Texans credit. No big statistical game really out of anybody. No. You know, no. except except the Texas defense. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. Who, who would have knew to start the I Texans know, exactly. defense this past weekend? All right, so anyway, you're up, buddy. So, yeah, I wanted to give my last shout-out to Cam Newton. 
uh, who, in a losing effort, I thought played uh, a pretty damn good game. Uh, you know, not otherworldly or anything, but 21 to 27, 189 uh, passing yards, um, you know, uh, two touchdowns, a rushing touchdown. Uh, I, I thought that, I, I thought that Cam, like, and obviously you couldn't tell anything from the last game, but uh, how many rushing yards did he have? He had 46 rushing yards. Um, I, I thought that Cam looked, uh, and I don't really even know what vintage Cam means, and I don't know, I'm not going to go as far to say that it was vintage Cam, but Cam looked good. He looked like, I don't know why he didn't have a job. Exactly. That's what it looked exactly. like to me. You know? I mean, the throw he made to Christian McCaffrey for the that touchdown was like, that was a that, that was a tough play. That was yeah. a tough play. Great catch by McCaffrey, but uh, like again, Cam didn't lose them this game. And he's getting everybody involved. Yeah, you like, know, I, I, I five I catches for DJ Moore, five for Robbie Anderson, two for Tommy Tremble, uh, seven for McCaffrey. You know, he's he's spreading the ball around. And it's it's such a good story. It is, it's such man. A good story. It is. It like, is. I wish he found a way to win this game, especially to beat Ron Rivera. Yeah. You know, just to kind of put it in his face, At like home. you should have signed me. You know, yeah. and then, oh yeah, that's right. Ron Rivera's returned to Carolina. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe they want. Yeah, well, I guess you know yeah. they want to show up with Ron Rivera and you know get that win for him. But yeah. even so, man, I I I I, I, I yeah. I'm I so think, glad he's back. I I think I think they they have a little bit of juice now. I'm not gonna go. As I far thought he was say, done, honestly. Yeah, I'm not gonna go as far to say that they're you know gonna make the playoffs or you know it. Cam is the quarterback there for the next couple of years or whatever. But all I know is Matt Rule is not a huge fan of Sam Darnold. Like, oh. I think he's made that very clear. Absolutely. And, you know, maybe they do roll it, you know, for another go around with Cam. I don't know. Who, who knows? But um, but on the flip side of all this, I think we all – since we're talking about this game, I think we also have to talk about Washington. Uh, Taylor Heineke <laughs> – it just continues to impress me. Um, wow, he only missed six passes. Yeah, 16-22, 206 yards, three touchdowns. Um, again. Scary I, Terry, 5 of 103. Yeah, and, and, and we've talked about this. Like, I, I kind of over-exaggerate my love for Taylor Heineke. Um, like, I, I don't think he's, you know, uh, a world beater um, or anything like that, but – Look, he's proven to be a, a good enough, and he he's probably you know your your Case Keenum. Like, uh, that, that is a that, perfect exactly. Like that's perfect. that's why I accept, like pretty much peg him as. But hey, to come out of nowhere and and be this like that's and team look teams will need that because look at Arizona right now. Yeah, Colt McCoy is winning them games and. They're important. Like Arizona's fighting for that number one seed. That's a big win. Like, yeah. That win matters. Come like if they win a Super Bowl, and it's maybe because they have to. They get to avoid one of those teams coming up and get that buy. Yeah. That goes a long way. Absolutely. So, there. I'm, what I'm saying is, is he a fran- is Taylor Heineke a franchise quarterback? Probably not. Most likely not. I would say it's absolutely very, not, but I love the yeah, story. Yeah, I, I, I would I love say absolutely not. It's one of those, like, I'll leave, like, a percentage of chance. Yeah. 
But is, is you're dying Taylor, for Taylor Heineke. Does Taylor Heineke provide value in the NFL? Absolutely. Yes, he does. I think he's proven that. Where a lot of guys in his position prove that they don't have any value and they still have jobs. Tim yeah. Boyle. Uh, dude. Oh my, oh my god. god. First off, we might be seeing him on Thursday. How how does he how is he in the NFL? I, I sent you that video, right? Where I, I, it's like, I knew before that too. You I was did? looking up his stats like before that. Yeah. And uh, well, I wasn't looking at it. I saw it on Twitter. Uh, but it was essentially that video like on Twitter. And uh I was just like it's like why not just call us? Yeah. Like, I was like, <laughs> dude, I mean He was he if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, please just search him up. It is just he's been he's been he, awful. He has a negative touchdown and what's what's his touchdown interception ratio? I don't know, man. I gotta look it up again. I, I just I just watched that video and I was just beside myself on how he's actually probably gonna start a game on Thanksgiving. But, I mean Jared Goff might actually pull through and actually start, but yeah. even so but, but, but was it in Tim Boyle? Yeah. Tim Boyle or Doyle, I don't know. I think it's Boyle. Um, <laughs> Does it matter? <laughs> what a name for a quarterback. Tim too. Boyle. But uh, but like that again. That goes to like where, where where's Cam in that in that scenario? Well, I mean, you know, he's not. I mean. Does he really want to play for the Lions? No, but but he, he but in the position that he was in, he'll take any chance that he gets to start, and he has to be like, oh, I could probably beat out Jared Goff. <laughs> yeah, well, that's I true. Mean, at least in his mind, like in his mind, he should have that mindset if he's still in the NFL. But this is again too, like, and even a guy like this who really just fell off, but like your RG threes and stuff, like, right? Really, like RG three, like you, you couldn't have him over Tim Boyle, okay. like. <laughs> Not that you should be expecting much from these guys, but I mean, come on. Oh wait, he golf didn't play against the Browns. Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I have no idea. I was, I was no, it was Tim Boyle. I didn't know it was Tim Boyle. I didn't even know he played that game. Are I, you kidding me? I thought we were talking about like him in college and stuff, which is bad. No, I, I, wa- I was okay, talk- good. I, I, that's what I, I was talking about. No, he played. I, I had, watched it. I had no freaking clue. Oh no, 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 no. He played. I watched it. It was terrible. <laughs> it, 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 it was. It was like. You know when you like see something he like that? He threw for seventy-seven like, yards and four quarters of football. You you know when you see something like that and you're like, oh well, if he's getting the starting chance, like there must be something they see that we don't, and like maybe he's got something. No, 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 no. It it was it was bad. It was that bad. Oh, it was as bad as it seems. Oh my lord, dude! I had no idea. Yeah, and, and, and don't get shit. me wrong, the Browns were very bad in this game. Like Baker had a horrible game, and I mean. You can just really tell that injuries are really bothering him. Oh yeah, he's he's, no, he's got to shut it down. Tim, I think. Tim Boyle was bad, bad. Like, oh my really god, bad. I can't believe it. Look at his stat line: fifteen of 23, 77, and two interceptions. I Fifty-one think, of his seventy-seven went to TJ Hawkins. I think his stat line looks better than what he looked. It, wow, was yeah, that bad? It, it was that. Oh bad. god, I'm so excited! I want to watch the game. <laughs> no, no, it, no, actually, you should not watch. It. <laughs> Come on, I got I, that game was. Oh, I, I was like, oh my god! Like, please just end this game already. Like, it was really that bad. Good God! And yeah, Baker, Baker did not have a good game at all. It was the Chubb no, show, I guess. Yeah, no, it it was Baker had a horrific game. Yeah, like, it it was it was really bad. So anyway, yeah. uh, that completes our like uh, our standouts and whatnot. Yeah. But you know, going over the results and stuff like that, I just want to go. I just want to ask you about something. Um, what's wrong with the Bills? I. Thank you for bringing this up because okay, I good. wanted to talk about this. So right, good. you might have heard on our last podcast, I called for the Colts to win this game because uh, I just see the Colts trending up. I, I think they're really finding their form. Um, 
And I did not expect this. I will say that. I, I thought it'd be a close game. I think yeah. I predicted like 28, 24, something. Yeah, nearly like, a 40 some, point victory, a 30 like point victory. The the Bills are, and I, I've I've said this throughout the year so far. And like I feel like a lot of people, I think you've kind of agreed with me. Um, but I feel like all of our other friends have been like, oh, like, what are you talking about? Like, they, they haven't really seen it. But, and, and I, I, I'm not worried, I, I'll say that. But, I, I, well, I'm not, like, in panic mode for them. But this is the, dud, the duds that they put up are duds. And a lot bad of it. Duds, dude. And a lot of it. Six against the Jaguars. This is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I, I, like let, me, let me pull up their, I want to pull up their, like, results so far. But the problem is. A lot of their duds are solely on the shoulders of their quarterback. Like he, because he's been, you know, MVP, MVP. Everyone's talking about MVP. I'm like, I like, and this year's weird because I feel like every good quarterback has been like that, where they'll be like, just, oh, you think they're the MVP, and then just like, wow, like that was bad. Yeah, like, that was bad or bad loss, all this shit. But Josh Allen has had some very poor games, like. Very, very poor. And I'm sorry, like losing 9 6 to Jacksonville. It's an un- inexcusable. Like, inexcusable. I, I think that, t- that should take you out of the MVP race right now. It should. Like, yes. I, I just don't like, and I would. I think we both were expecting some regression from last year. Yeah. Um, but like, I even you know, told you, like when normal. I drafted him, I, yeah. I kind of was like, I don't know, man. Like, because like I, I, I could see Josh Allen taking that step back. Yeah. Type of thing, but, but a normal amount, like nothing right. that like still an elite quarterback, but like just right. not what was last year. But oh, believe me, I would still trade my draft for him. Yeah, but I mean, like <laughs> let's let's look at some of these games because I, I really do want to talk about the Bills. Good. So week one, lost to Pittsburgh, twenty three sixteen. That was an atrocious game. It was like that was bad. week one. Okay, okay. we'll get past okay. it. Week two against Miami, thirty four nothing. Whipty fucking do. It's Miami. Sure, I mean like. Credit words do. You're still putting points on the and, board. Yeah. Defense stopping. Like you can I'm, not, play I'm, not saying, I'm not saying it's not important, but like it's not. Oh, you you should be so jacked up for it. Week two against Washington, or week three against Washington, forty three twenty one. Pretty solid win. Pretty solid. Josh Allen had a great game that game. Yeah. And I I will also go back to the Miami game. Allen only had 179 passing yards in that game. Wow. Um, this game he had 358, so he had a really good game against Washington. That's a good win. That's a solid win. Houston, 40 nothing. I sorry, I don't care. Yeah, Houston doesn't do anything for me. You're Kansas, doing what you're supposed to do. Kansas City, 38-20. Best good win. win. Best win in Kansas year. City. In Kansas City. Allen had a great game. Best one of the year. Good job. Uh week six against Tennessee. Lost 34-31. Heartbreaker. Probably should have won. They played well. They uh, they probably would have won that game if they didn't slip. go for it on the fourth down, yeah. but he, he did slip. Yeah. But I I love that call and yeah, I stand by I, it. I do too. Like that happens. I stand once by in, it. Once in a blue moon, um, it won't happen again. Um, that game I'm not dogging them for. Again, Tennessee's a good team. They probably should have won that game. They played well. They lost by three points at the end of the game. Okay. Okay. Week eight, Miami twenty six eleven. That game was terrible. Like, yeah, it wasn't good. They they weren't in position to lose that game until like the last until the fourth quarter, and it was really the end of the fourth quarter where they just broke away. Yeah, Miami was in that game the entire time. And I'm and I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm on Dolphins like first round pick watch. Yeah, and like I was watching that game yeah. and I was like, oh Jesus Christ! I know, man. I know. Can you guys like freaking do something here? <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> but you just hit yourself in the face with the beer bottle. I did. You did. That was fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. Um, but yeah, like that. I was just like. Eh. I don't know. And, and don't get me wrong, like 
I love the Bills. With the Giants being so bad, I'm like trying to be like, ah, the Bills are a New York team. I'm like, the Bills are fun to root for. Like, right. they're, they're that franchise that you're like, they deserve a win. They do. They're, they, they're Buffalo. Like, the fans are diehard. Yeah. They got good jerseys. You root for Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. You root for these guys. Like, like I, I legitimately, I would be very, very happy for the Bills to win a Super Bowl. I would root for the Bills in the Super Bowl. I'd be ecstatic if they won. I would 100% root for the Bills as well. But after Miami, they go to Jacksonville and they lose nine to six. And this is the thing. So, like, I look at, like, the games, like the Texans, for example, where, you know, they just beat Tennessee. They beat Tennessee not only because their defense showed up, but their offense scored 22 points. Not, you know, not crazy, but, like, they, they, they beat Tennessee because they played better than Tennessee. Jacksonville just did the same thing that Jacksonville's been doing. They yeah. put nine points. Yeah, pretty much. And they held you to six. Yeah. So, what, like – Really? Like, yeah, that's inexcusable. Really? And you then can't. okay, and then they play the Jets next week, forty-five seventeen. Whoop you fucking! Do. It's the freaking Jets. Whoop you fucking! Do. Yeah, I don't care. And then they play the Colts, who is you know the best team that they've played in three weeks. Uh, and the Colts and, and they get smacked. Smacked them in the mouth. Well, so they really haven't fared well against the AFC South. No, <laughs> not, uh, not at all, dude. They're one and three against the AFC South. <laughs> but the Colts. Smacked them in the mouth, and it was another atrocious game for Josh Allen. So looking, it was. It was even their defense too, and their defense is really good. Yeah, yeah. You know, but like, look, like looking at this, like I'm just looking at these games, and I see there there are three good games that I consider good games because they're against good teams that Josh Allen has ha- had this year, and one of those games is a loss. Every other game, like New York, Miami, Houston. Yeah, just trash teams. And again, Miami game, he didn't have a good game. Like he didn't. Well, maybe he didn't need to, but like even so, even still, like, you, know, you know, you're not impressing me. By yeah. Any means. So I, I just, I, I love Josh Allen. I root for Josh Allen. I really do think he is a top tier quarterback, but. I'm not seeing MVP. Like no. I don't know what everyone is like. I'll tell you what, man. They got to get it together because they do. They have a, New England's at first right now. And. And they had a, a Swiss cheese schedule to start. Which yeah, and it gets rough from here on out, right? I was just going to look at that. At New Orleans versus New England, at Tampa Bay versus Carolina, at New England versus Atlanta versus New York. So, I mean, they, they finish out easy. But, yeah, they do. But, but I, mean, I mean, they have you, fared against easy teams. Yeah, I know. But you got to start winning games against these teams, like, you know, that are good, you know, because you're supposed to be a Super Bowl contending team. Exactly. And, you know? And you can't just turn on with a switch. You no. know, you got to get into a rhythm and all that kind of shit. 100%. You and, know? and you look at, I mean, because you are. You're, you're New England's first. And New England scheduled the rest of the way. Tennessee, oh, well, they, Tennessee, Buffalo, Indianapolis, Buffalo, Jacksonville, Miami. So they kind of have a similar. Yeah, they're, they're tough down the stretch here a little bit. And then they finish the out. Games, yeah. yeah. Um, can, but, can New England win this division? I think they can. I, hey, that's do thing. they win this division? That's another thing that you completely called. I yeah. I thought that there was not a. Sh- I think I said earlier. I, we might even have a bet on this, which I'm going to lose. Uh, <laughs> I said Buffalo would win the division by at least two games. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah I remember and that. I, I mean, I don't even think they, they might. They, they might not win the division. I know, dude. Like, <laughs> Like they definitely won't win it by two games. If anybody can sign a bunch of free agents and make it work, it's Bill. 
you know? Oh, yeah. So once he did that, he got Jude on. He signed those two tight ends. I thought I, I kind of expected a little more from Johnny Smith. But de- a great defense. I mean, My whole thing was Mac Jones and, and Cam Newton, like how they were there. And- What's this with the Mac Jones fandom? Has he really been that good? Uh, he's been okay. No, I, I think he's been good. I just don't think they're – like he's thinking and dunking. Like, that's exactly. What he's doing. But, but, but you know what? That's, that's what they should do with him. And it's working. Yeah, build his confidence. And, but, but they did the same thing with Brady his rookie year too, and that's where a lot of the comparisons are coming from. But like, you look if if you do that, you follow the script, you do that, and it works. Yeah. Like, how can you? Like, you can't say anything. Yeah. You can't say. Do I think? Okay. Do Do I think that he has, like I said, a higher ceiling than any of these other quarterbacks that were drafted? No. No. But. That's why I said him landing in New England is the perfect fit, and it's working. Stick, stick with it. You know what? Let's ju- let's jump to this right now. Let's yeah. go over the first round quarterbacks. Like Mac Jones is probably the the poster child for that draft right, right now. Well, I wanted to kind of go over all of like, well, not all of the first round picks, but a lot of the ones that have stood out so far. But yeah, oh, we we well, we yeah. we could do that. But I just yeah. kind of well, let's just go through this real quick. Like, yeah. okay, would you take Trevor Lawrence over Mac Jones? Yes. Would you take Zach Wilson over Mac Jones? Debatable. And I'm a big Zach Wilson fan. Um, I like to bet on upside, but like, so all right, let me just get this right. Is this like me with my team, or is this like the Patriots? Like you with your pick? team? Like you want to okay. start a team? Okay. Like who okay. are you gonna pick? Um, oh, that's tough. Because like, I feel like w- Zach has all the tools that I want, but. Like at this point too, it could end up being disastrous. I I I, I might go Mac over Zach. You know, with Zach, with Zach, what I've liked so far, which has really not been much. Like the only thing I like about him is his arm. Yeah, well, that's so what, far that's, what that's it. But so that that's why I stick with it because look at Josh Allen. Like not they're different, obviously. But, yeah, man. But, but it was it was the betting on the arm talent, and you know when they fix that. The, the accuracy and you know all the different things. Right. He turned out like that, and I'm hoping that the Jets can do something similar with Zach Wilson, where because like I've seen this you can't though time. because he's not going to run the ball like Josh Allen. No, he's I, not big like Josh I, Allen. I, I, so it's I, like, I don't. I don't think he's. I'm not comparing him to Josh Allen. Yeah, but you want to see that growth, that but, jump. But the, the jump, especially because like old Josh had goal from what's the arm. The issue is. With, with Zach is the bad decisions and the turnovers, which right. that was Josh Allen's right. in the first year. Yeah. But they both have incredible arm talent where they have a great arm. They can throw it deep. They can make those plays where not everyone can make those – or make the throws that not everyone can make. And I – Josh Allen is really the, the starting point for me to, like, bet on that arm talent um, and hope that they can do that because I think if they can unlock that, they're going to have a real a real guy there. Um so, uh, that one's a tough one. I don't know. But you gotta, you gotta pick one. Uh, I'll go, I'll go with Mac. <laughs> you go Mac, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mac Jones, Trey Lance. Yeah. He can't even play. <laughs> I, I, I know that's why it's like tough, but I you know? feel like another one that I love is intangible. It's like I love he's so raw. Yeah, I'm out but, on him. I'm, um, out. I'm not out on him, but I, I'm, I, I'm totally I, out. I, I would go back. I'm uh, yeah, I don't know why I just I just don't feel like he's gonna be a player. Um 
Oh, Mac Jones or my boy, Justin Fields. Justin Fields? Yeah. Is he like your – if you had to start a team today, would you go with – so you would go with Justin Fields over everybody? No. Or, tra- I'd, or Trevor? I'd go Trevor. Uh, I, 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 I think Trevor is in the worst situation out of all of them by far. Yeah, dude, yeah. Um, He's got like no leadership, no nothing. I, I, look, that whole – the whole situation is a train wreck for any rookie. Yeah. But like especially a guy like Trevor Lawrence who has – already has all this pressure on him and he just I I I I I've watched some of those games too and I and look he he hasn't been good but it okay it's to be kind of expected but I just don't see what like it's not like he's missing wide open guys or like you know I, I just don't like I don't know I, I I don't see that situation being an ideal situation. It's for just any like these teams have like just like it's a curse. Or yeah, like they, they just can never be good. You know, like of course Jacksonville made it to the AFC Championship a couple years ago and whatnot, but you know they just I just don't. I, but you knew that wasn't sustainable. It wasn't because the offense is so yeah. bad. Yeah, it's just so bad. Um, all right, so there's one more thing I want to get into, or I just want I, I have to ask you before we go into like you know the rookies and stuff and what we like to see so far. So that's going to be. The fact that I want whoever represents Taysom Hill. Oh, my as... God. <laughs> what is up with that? Isn't that the craziest first thing off, you've ever seen? First off, Taysom Hill, get that bag. I love yeah, it. dude, good I, for you, I, bro. I love it. And, like, he, I, I legitimately think that he has the greatest job in NFL history. It's, it's awesome. And also, like, he's the luckiest guy in NFL history. Yeah. He gets to just, like, play, like, you know, sparingly whenever and, you know, gets all these, like, designed run plays that always play to his favor. He's I know. a great offensive line. You know, he gets to kind of have some spotlight on him because he scores a lot yeah. of touchdowns. Um, and he's a guy that, like, I mean, I don't know a lot of Saints fans, but the, the Saints fans have to love him. I hate him. I know you do. I can't. I, 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 I know you do. He brings like, nothing. No, he does bring. Something. He doesn't bring anything. He, he does bring. He something. can't play. He can't. No, but what he does when, when he's not as a quarterback. I'm saying when they use him in those. He like, hasn't been used like that in years. No, I still see him. Used like it that. hasn't been since like Breeze, like two years ago when they had was, to like. He was used like that last year. Oh god, I saw him last year. He played the Eagles in Philly. He was well, just, no, when he's a quarterback. I know. He no. was, I know, but still, but that's his position. He's a quarterback. I know, but. The way, oh, but he's so bad. But, but his quarter, but the how he's used most of the time when they actually have a quarterback like Drew or Jameis, he's using that direct snap run, and he always gets yards. For oh. some reason, no team can figure that out. He always gets yards and he scores touchdowns. Like he has, he brings value to a team. Does he bring that type of value to a team? Absolutely not. I've never seen Absolutely a not. contract where it's based off of what position he plays. I've never seen anything like that. I've before. never seen that before, and I don't think I, I think he can stand maybe to make will, ninety-five but... million dollars. I know. Is that crazy? And even without that, what it's forty million dollars? I know. Take it. I mean, I thought Chase Daniel was like the poster child for stealing money from NFL teams, but this guy is the poster child for stealing money from NFL teams. 
I had to bring that up because I was watching Monday Night Football, which I was watching my favorite, the Manning cast. Absolutely freaking love the Manning cast, by the way. But anyway, that, that was mentioned from Shefty, and I, I just was beside myself. I actually, uh, we were at Kevin's house, and you just left, I think, and it just popped up on TV, and I thought Kevin was joking where Taysom Hill got an extension. I was like, oh, yeah, he got one like a couple years ago. He goes, no, he's got another one. I was like, what? And then I looked on the bottom, and you it's like that, 45 that mil or 40 mil, like 95, depending on what position he plays. And I was like, why even waste your money? You know, let him go. I don't understand. Allocate that money elsewhere. That, so that, that is what I will say. I, I, I disagree with you that he doesn't bring any value to the team because he does. But, A, obviously not at that cap. But at the same time, does that, like, does having him on the team with that cap hit and that amount of money you're giving him value more than letting him go and just – you have Alvin Kamara. You have Mark Ingram. But, Connor, you're you, basically you paying – you're basically paying starting quarterback money or starting running back money. Like, I, I it's know, all I, bad. I know, I know. It's all bad. What I'm saying is – He doesn't I think, bring that much value. I, I, I think he should be paid $6 million a year. That's what I think. <laughs> that's what Absolutely. I think. Yeah. That's what I think. Even that, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's – Good luck getting it somewhere else. Yeah, you know? I, and if you okay. do, like, you're going to I think he should, he should get $6 million a year. <laughs> that's Hops for paying – And I think that fits the role he plays. And I think he's valuable doing what he does with those direct snaps and – you know, playing safety every now and then on the punt return, all that weird shit he does. But like, <laughs> sure, give a guy, give your Ben Zobrist six million dollars. Right, do do that. That's fine. Who cares? But this, I'm like, so you're gonna not be able to sign uh, a defensive end or uh, an offensive lineman or you know another wide receiver, which. They're going to have to because Thomas still, is probably gone. I yeah, would assume, and, and right? They, and they still don't, like I like Marcus Callaway. Uh, I like Damian Harris, but there's not a number two there. Right. But, and Michael Thomas is even playing, so I should say there's not a number one there. I don't think they have a number one or a number two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they don't have a number yeah. one or number two. So um, so I don't like <laughs> – If I'm ever in a position where I need an agent, I'm calling Taysom Hill's agent. Yeah, yeah. I, I need yeah. that because yeah. he is a master negotiator. Just do you. He is yeah. a master negotiator. That's, that's insane. But, I mean, but here's the thing, though, is like – how much did he even have to negotiate when it's that amount of money? I mean, is that the team's idea to bring up a well, two like contract like that? That's but, probably him. But, like, but, oh, no, you guys it, play him at it, these it, That or... might be him, but I mean, even the fact that they're like forty million, like let alone the ninety five, right. forty million, like what what could what could the team what did the team come back with well, that it ended up with that? Because well, let's see. It would have can... been like I'm, I'm thinking like at the very least, it's 20, 30 million, which is still insane to me. I'm trying like, to look like his rushing stats because he's probably bringing up like, all right, well, he's averaging like, you know, this much a, ca- this much a carry. That's and all what I'm that saying. Kind of when, stuff, he, when, you know? he, when he runs those direct snaps, snaps, he gets like eight yards. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So he's probably saying that like, you know, what a just a master negotiator. I am just beside myself yeah. with how and great like, he negotiated. I, I, I'm curious too, like, um, yeah, this year has been weird, and I think yeah. Well, wait, what the hell? Oh, his career he has a thousand one hundred three yards four. To, no, he, he averages that, that's, five. That's, that's passing. Sorry. He averages over five yards a carry. Yeah, yeah. Every but year, I'm looking at um, his rushing yards um, per season. Uh, so yeah, yeah, four fifty seven in twenty twenty. Yeah, that was his highest. Yeah. Every year has been like a hundred. But yeah, he had eight touchdowns that year. So I guess this is based off of last year. 
But he hasn't been doing anything this year. No, he hasn't. But, I mean, the Saints have been in a weird... They have, yeah. Stuff. They have. They, they, they don't know what they're doing yet, yeah. I, I don't think. But even so, like, I just had to bring that up because, I mean, masterful job. Yeah. Masterful. For sure. So, with that said, I guess that's all, like, recent news and stuff. You want to get yeah. into, like, some rookies and stuff? Who yeah, stood out to you so let's, far? Let's get into some rookies. Um, all right, well, who stood out to you so far? I'm going to go – well, I'll, I'll go first. I think the obvious one for me is, uh, you know, I was going to go Michael Parsons. We talked to him before, but Jamar Chase. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, we multiple right yeah. here. Like, you know. Guy's a freaking animal. We both were leading, like, uh, reading headlines in the training camp that he wasn't, like, you know, doing well. He wasn't getting the separation you expect from a first-round draft pick, you know, dropping balls, you know, doing all that kind of stuff. And to Joe Burrow's credit, he's like, listen, this guy wants the light to turn on and the game clock's running. You're going to see the talent yeah. of him. And Yeah, I mean, he really did. He's been, like, probably, like um, – Offensive Rookie of the Year type, oh, yeah. actually. You think he's a shoe-in? He has 47 catches for 867 yards and eight touchdowns. Oh, yeah. So, he's he's yeah. he's got to be a shoe-in yeah. at this point. Like, I I can't really think of – I mean, there's plenty of other rookies that have been great. I just can't really think of anyone that, you know, can overtake that spot. I mean, Najee Harris is up there, too. But Najee I, Harris I, is I, up I, there. I don't think he uh, – Devontae Smith has been really he, good these past very, couple weeks, well, but not enough to overtake Chase. Yeah, that, that's been my next one. Uh, Devontae Smith has been literally picking up where he left off. Like, yeah. He, he he looks fantastic. Um, so like, And he's just gotten better as the season's gone on. Like, the last few games, he's really turned it on. Yeah, the um, Eagles changed their identity, though. You know, they've been running I mean, the yeah. ball a little more, and, you know, it's been getting, you know, it's helping the offense, helping Jalen. Yeah. It's getting the, uh, you know, passing game open a little more, the play-action pass, all that kind of stuff. So, Absolutely. and you're seeing it pay off, you know, yeah. for a young receiver, a young quarterback. He's got 664 yards and four touchdowns. That's a very yeah. good halfway through the year. He'll probably hit 1,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'd be shocked if he did yeah, he's got some good matchups coming up here yeah. with, like, you know, a struggling, you know, Giants secondary, yep. struggling Washington secondary a couple times. And so I, I, yep. I, can, see, I can see that happening. Yep. But um, even so, but like I said, not enough to overtake Chase. Uh, I think uh, Jalen Waddell has not – he hasn't been lighting the world on fire, but he's been pretty consistent. He's right there with Devontae Smith. He has 68 catches um, for 622 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, I think that is more, like – I don't know, like, two has been kind of eh, – I mean, Miami just really hasn't been a good football team, so I think that's very good for, you know, what the position he's in. Um, but I, he's been, you know, impressive to me. The thing the thing that bothers me is they don't use Jalen Waddle the way he should be used because two is not a, you know, big deep ball thrower. Yeah, I don't know what he is. I don't know. I still don't know what he is either. I don't know what he is either. I didn't know what he was coming out of the yeah. draft either. I mean, I don't. I, I just. I tell you what. I think. I, I think he's right in that boat with Daniel Jones. Like, yeah. I just don't know what he is, and like. And he can't run like Daniel Jones. No, he, and that's <laughs> so, he, he doesn't have that. Yeah. And he has the injuries too. And hip problems, all that kind yeah. of stuff. So. Um, but I think he's been very good. Uh, Rashawn Slater. I was just been, gonna say him. He's been damn one, you. He's been one of the best tackles in football. Period. Yep. So like. I also think, <laughs> I think that he should absolutely be in the running for – I mean, well, he is, he is in the running, um, but he should absolutely be considered for Offensive Rookie of the Year. But when do they ever give that 
to tackles. When, yeah, he's not going to get it. He's when, a quarterback. So. Well, I was going to say, when do they ever get that tackles when you have a receiver like Jamar Chase or Lloyd Stanley? Yeah, um, skill position type of yeah. guys they're just going to get. So, yeah. I mean. Um, Penny Sewell has also been very, very good. He, he has a, been. It's been under the radar rocky. because of Lions and yeah, all that yeah. kind of and stuff. Yeah, he had but. a little bit of a rocky start the first few games, but he's been, like, pretty much dominant ever since. Um, so he's also been very, very good. Um, Elijah Barrett Tucker on the Jets actually has been the Jets' best lineman. Yeah, I'll um, even double dip on the Jets right now. Elijah Moore Elijah has Moore, been awesome he's really these past been couple weeks lately. Yeah. Uh, honestly, a lot of the first round picks have been very, very good. And I'm not surprised because it's a very talented draft. Yeah, Patrick Sertan has been lights out. Yep. At cornerback, Kyle Pitts has really come on too. Yeah, he has. Um, but I think we can all agree here that that was this pick here was akin to the Saquon Barkley number two pick. The Falcons should not have taken Oh, absolutely not. They should have just the fields. Exactly. Yeah. Um, they, they, Stupid. Again, what, what, even if, what, what are they going to do? How far are they going to go? Yeah, they're going to be in the quarterback market. Uh, you know, probably this, this rookie draft coming up. And I mean, who, who, are, you, who are you going yeah, for? And then, you know? and then are, are they better than they were yeah. this year? Probably Kyle. Um, well, is it Kyle Pickett? I keep, Ken, I, I keep saying Kyle Pickett yeah. for some some reason. Well, Kyle Pitts, Kyle, Kyle Pitts. I, I guess I mean, um, that's where I'm getting it from. Yeah, but, I mean, know. it's all over the place. Like it could be Matt Corral, it could be Kenny Pickett, it could be Malik, Malik Willis. Malik Willis, yeah. Um, and Malik Willis literally is like the spitting image of Lamar Jackson in terms of like this draft where people are, are just going to be like, he has all those tools to be exactly what Lamar Jackson is to your team. Yep. Um, maybe with a little bit better arm talent. I don't think he's Lamar Jackson, but like the his arm talent is a little bit better. Um, but uh, he's literally that guy where he can either bust out like the rest of those guys do because Lamar Jackson is kind of like a, almost an outlier. Like he's the, that guy you want. Like Denard Robinson is a good example. Like Michigan – where not that anyone really expected a because he turned to like a wide receiver gadget guy, but like those guys usually just don't make it in the NFL, and that's what the concern was with Mark Jackson. But he has turned out to be MVP caliber every year, right? Um, and Malik, the hope is Malik Willis that he's exactly that because when I watch him, I literally am like, this is Lamar Jackson, not not to the degree, but what he brings I, to the I, table. I'm catching what you're putting down. Yeah, you don't I, have, yeah, you don't have to, you know, yeah. explain. And, and I, I the get thing you. is, that works very, very rarely. So I, that's why I'm like hesitant. But like, you gotta love the intangibles that he brings. Yeah. So he could be it. Um, these other two guys. I mean, it's still like you know, you have Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati, and Cincinnati's been playing lights out this year. Uh, Sam Howell, but guys that I just like. I, I, this is what I wanted to bring up before too. Good, good. It's a good little segue into it. Well, actually, I just want to throw one, yeah. one more rookie. I just want because yeah. you're gonna like this one, Kadarius Tony. Yes. When this guy, when he gets the ball in his hands, did you see him last night? Oh, when he makes that those five, pivot moves and stuff like that. It, it, it was the greatest five yard gain I've ever seen. In my I life. know, dude. I know. I what I love, it makes me cringe though because of his freaking knees. I know. You know. Because like he plants hard. What what I loved though is after he made he made the first juke, the second juke, and he's cutting back, and you're almost thinking that he's gonna do one of those like cut back across the rest of the field and come around, but he does that uh uh, and then when he looks to do it again, he just 
darts in that little opening and he turns a nothing play into something. And he's I'm a like, player. I'm like, yeah, he's a player. Oh, I just want them to utilize him more. Yep. Hopefully, Freddie Kitchens does. Um, but uh, you need the ball in his hands. Yes, you need to get the ball in his hands. Yep. Um, but uh, but yeah, I want I wanted to just segue into that because that kind of goes back to the whole Daniel Jones thing and some of these other quarterbacks, um, you know, on teams where they may be looking for a quarterback. I will pretty much say that I will definitely, you know, out of what the six or seven quarterbacks in this class that are all like projected to go in the first round somewhere just because of the need um, or yeah, guys are going to go, whatever. Yeah. No, no, guys are definitely going to go. But like your pickets, your corrals, your Willis, your Howells, your Ritters, your Strongs, your even Rattler, um, you know, all, all of these guys, like I could see, I could like the, the problem with this class is I could literally see all of those quarterbacks busting. Yeah. I but and of course, like you know, I, I always you always say that, and usually one of them or two of them are, are you know, with, with that with that type of percentage, every year there's something like that where you know one or one or two of them work out, the rest bust out for the most part. Um, but like it all depends on where they go to. And, and I mean, even look at the class that was like the the class with Baker. Josh Rosen, Josh Allen, Sam Darnold, Lamar, like there were, that was like, everyone was like, oh, no matter who you get, you're set. Like, it was except for Lamar. But the other four was like, whoever you get, it doesn't matter. Like, it's just kind of what you're looking for. But those four, you're set. Lamar is like kind of a question mark because who knows how he's used. Um, but that you were kind of like, man, like maybe one of these busts out. Like, I didn't like Baker. I was actually shocked he went one. I, I so I didn't like Darnold or Allen. I liked Allen. Yeah, okay. I liked his size. Well, so and his arm. A, a lot of people did, and this is what I why I said before. It, what turned me to this whole like trusting arm talent was what I didn't like about Allen was the inaccuracy and the inaccuracy at the level he was playing at in the mountain West or whatever. I was like, <laughs> in the hills like, of Canada. I was like, I, I, was like I, I feel like that translates. Yeah. I don't know how it's going to work. And the bills literally turned me on the fact that, you know what you bet on that talent. You but just keep like, working at it. Yeah. That's it. You know, I mean, accuracy can be fixed. That's the, yeah. that's the best part. All repetition. But this class, while there are guys that have, you know, their intangibles and their their strengths, uh, like I wouldn't be surprised if every quarterback in this class turns into nothing. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm sure I'm sure I will be wrong about some of the quarterbacks, like one of the quarterbacks or whatever, and they'll turn out to be good. Um, like it, it happens all the time, so I'm not surprised at it. But there is not one quarterback in this class, and I, I I am a fan of Matt Corral, but not like a oh I think he's a franchise quarterback. There's not one. quarterback. I didn't see anything I like from him. I I've, there, I've been watching him this year. I didn't. I don't see too much out of him that I like. There's not one quarterback in this class that I'm like oh he's a franchise quarterback. Yeah, I like know. every single quarterback is like you have to. You know what the problem is, too? Like, I like it did have talent, like, dating back to last year that you're like, okay, you have some, like, decent picks coming out. But they've they've all taken step backs. Howell and Rattler. I mean, tremendous step backs. Rattler, 
like Rattler lost his job. Like, yeah, Rattler lost. He's his got job. the transfer. Yeah, and Rattler yeah. was the projected number. Everyone's pick, oh, he's literally Mahomes like like because he looks like Mahomes. He does similar things like that Mahomes does. He has looked nothing like nothing. Mahomes. No, 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 nothing like nothing, nothing like absolutely. Him. I like I heard I, those narratives yeah, too, yeah. and like I was able to actually you know work and like watch like college football this past like you know this, His this stance year. is like, he, like he's see, built like Mahomes. I, stance yes. is the way he, like when scrambles. he drops back in the pocket, yeah. I could see how people and, and have the, the resemblance. The way he like scrambles, like he's not a great runner, but yeah. he's one of those like little Mahomes. It's like he like, prances. Yeah, exactly. you know, it's like you know, I just and then throw like I don't. Know, just, yeah, I, I I don't I don't see it at all. I saw him buying no time, extending yeah. plays, nothing. Yeah, no. absolutely. Um, and Sam Howell, and that's like, a good offense. Yeah. Look at Riley down there. And, so. like, and Sam Howell, I liked. He's literally a spitting image of Baker Mayfield. If you put him in a Browns uniform, I would just say that's Baker. Mayfield. <laughs> he again, he looks like Baker Mayfield. Yeah. He's the same size. He has a great arm, like Baker, um, and does that. But he took a big. I mean, he he's kind of been you know up and down where he's come back a little bit where he's like you know I'm still here. But I'm not – and this is my argument, too, with the, with the Daniel Jones and some of the other guys. I'm like, I'm like, am I really wasting a pick on this guy to come in and then just go through the same thing with Daniel, that Daniel Jones just went through for three right. years and then finding out he's not the guy? Or am I taking a legitimate defensive end and a legitimate offensive tackle being like, hey, we're going to give you more weapons – Next year, if you're you're still the same as Dan Jones, all right, then see you. And then it's a better class, and you know we'll right. we'll do something then. Like, so like now, just bullshit talking and stuff yeah. like that. So who would you put right now? Your top three quarterbacks coming into the draft next year? I would have Matt Corral's my one. I would have, and this is for me. I would go Corral, Willis, Pickett. Would you see any of those guys being a Ryan Tannehill type of quarterback? I could see Kenny Pickett being Ryan Tannehill. And you're going to see it's, Arthur Smith take Kenny so, Pickett. So, but, and this is this goes back to another thing. It's And that's actually a great point that you just brought up. Is if I'm, if I'm in the top five, top ten, but like especially the top five, am I – and you never know what can happen. He yeah. could end up being way better than – Tannehill or, you know, whatever, but am I taking a top five pick on a – and, well, it's it's kind of almost unfair because Tannehill's turned into a much better quarterback these days, but, like, am I taking a pick on a guy that might be Ryan Tannehill? Yeah. Or do I want to wait and swing on the fences for a guy that might be Lamar Jackson or might be – and I'm not just – I'm not using Malik Willis there, but might be Patrick Mahomes, might be Aaron Rodgers, because everyone's a might be. Right. Everyone's a might be known. Trevor Lawrence, exa- perfect example. He he's the greatest prospect since Peyton, like Andrew Luck, arguably Peyton Manning. But at the end of the day, it's always a might be. You see his struggles right now. It's always a might be. You never know. Right. But if I'm in the top five, and even Atlanta, for example, where they obviously need to move on for Matt Ryan, and like well, this, Atlanta's at train, nine right now. Get so. this train started. Yeah. But like. It, 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 what, what's the end goal here? Is it to groom and produce the next Ryan Tannehill over the next three years or whatever, and then build, you know, alongside of that? Or are you trying to 
you know, still win games. I mean, Atlanta is in a disastrous scenario. They so are. They're, 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 a got tough team. they're a tough team to evaluate. Yeah. But, like, I'll, I'll go back to the Giants. I think the Giants actually fit this mold perfectly. Like, I'll use Kenny Pickett. Like, where Kenny Pickett could be better than Daniel Jones. But, like, I'm not – I'm not. I'm not taking him for a, a might be better than Daniel Jones and like how much better like and it's like oh you're Ryan Tannehill like if it's a guy that is let's say um, so what was the last what was the last year's draft uh, oh like, Ju- like Justin Herbert like okay Justin Herbert let's just say that and I, I was a big fan of Justin Herbert regardless he kind of fell out of love with a lot of people if it's a guy like Justin Herbert where it's like oh this guy could be the next best thing. We don't know. There's some questions about like his leadership, his leadership and like his desire and all that. Like, is he a really is he a competitor? Like there's questions about that, but like he could be the next, I don't really know what comparisons he had at the time. I don't remember. I don't remember either. Cause he, he's kind of his own guy, but like he had all these intangibles and they're like, this guy could be, you know, he, his ceiling is like a, a top five quarterback. Yeah. Um, like I'll, I'll like be like I'll swing on that. Be like if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I, I, I'll swing on that because I see all that. If I see Ryan Tannehill there, I'd be like, eh, I'll wait till you bring me. Oh, this guy reminds me of Aaron Rodgers. And if he's not, he's not. We are wrong. It should happens. It happens all the time. Happens every year. But right. I want to swing on that potential versus this potential. Even if it's wrong, like Kenny Pickett could go out and be the best quarterback of all time. Who knows? I mean, but I, I can really only see two teams in the top ten pick a quarterback. You know, because I see I don't see Detroit taking a quarterback. I don't see them. Taking I think they're going to roll with Jared Goff yeah, for the year. And they need help everywhere else. And yeah. if you're at number one, you're taking Thibodeau. Jets aren't taking a quarterback. quarterback. Jacksonville's not taking a quarterback. Houston might take a quarterback. That's Houston, one team. Houston, I think, is going to take a quarterback. Giants aren't taking a quarterback. If anything, they're either going to trade for a veteran or stick with Daniel Jones another year. Yeah. In my opinion. I mean, again, I don't like. It really the year plays out like it, yeah. I mean, continues to well, drop. they might do it. I think it's the wrong decision. It not because Daniel Jones, uh, not because I would say like I can still say Daniel Jones isn't the guy, but it's wrong to draft a quarterback in this draft. And we have a lot of time between now and April, so exactly. like you always see these guys that no one's talking about, and they're like, we don't see a lot of talent here at this position, and some and. So a couple names are some guys going to arise. But the thing is, college football though, you don't have as much time left like you know they have right. a couple games hey dude you got you got the freaking combine you got pro days you got interviews that these teams have with these guys yeah you know but and that and with some other positions sure quarterback i i think the proof is in the pudding like the combine there there are things that it's like oh on top of that you did this really well like good but like it, like i don't want to see like okay tim boyle you know, his stats <laughs> well, is a around. He, he blows up the combine where I'm just like, oh, oh, he blew up the combine. I'll draft him. I think the combine is uh, – Another joke. It, it, it's a joke. Yeah. Like, it's a fucking joke. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, certain, there are certain things that you might be like, oh, that's nice. You're like, oh, this is like – seeing this athleticism, like DK Metcalf, for example, you'd be like so, – because, you know, some coaches will be like, this guy has this potential based on – this vertical leap, this sprint, like we can use them in this way. That's great. You should not be picking a guy because he's a combine warrior. Yeah, no, I know. Or a guy that fails a combine. But it's got to play into your equation a little bit, you know? A little bit, sure. Yeah. Sure. But, I mean. 
like Wonderlick scores, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know? I'm not okay. saying they're big, but like you know, it's worth noting. It's they, they, uh, I think there should be something that goes into it, like definitely something that goes into it. But I think ninety, and I stand by ninety percent, should be proof on the field. Am I crazy? I put I, yeah proof on the field, but I put a lot into individual interviews. I, I, I mean, want. I, I want to know I, the I mental put, makeup of these guys. I, I, I put a lot into that too, um, but I, yeah, yeah. No, I do. I, I, I do put a lot into that. I also feel like, you know, usually the guys at the top. Like I'm very like if I, I see interviews where like a guy is like shell shocked or a guy just like has that like oh this guy is going to get into trouble or stuff like right. A lot of those guys are all, like that. The the noise is already heard with that. I feel right. Um, sometimes you can be surprised, but like, a lot of teams probably put that shit out there that, too that, because there are drops. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, so I, I, I get your sentiment, and I, I agree with that. But I feel like the interviews, like a lot of times, you already know what to expect. Right, right. So, I don't know. I just want a little taste into next year's draft and stuff and whatnot. Yeah, so. yeah. So it's a, it's a great draft, but yeah, quarterbacks. I'm very. And like I said, I like there. There are guys that I like. There are guys that I think have potential. Um, and I think there's going to be a guy, maybe two guys that prove me wrong. I am just and and there's teams that I think should take a swing on these guys. But uh, you know, they were talking. I forget what it, if it was on. Uh, you know, one of the draft gurus on like NFL Network or something. They were uh, or some podcast I was listening to. They were talking about it. And they were like, if this was the um, the draft class last year, like Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, none of these quarterbacks would go in the first round. Wow. None of these quarterbacks. Would go yeah, well, I mean, that's not surprising. Yeah, because yeah, that was a pretty talented quarterback yeah. draft last year. Well, but the 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 point is like, none of them would go in the first round. Like, yeah. Because there's one thing to be like, oh, none of them are going in the top ten, but like, none of them are going in the first round. Like, that's a little... That's pretty bold? Yeah, because, yeah. like, again, like, you say, like, a guy like, okay, Malik Willis, or a guy like Matt Corral, or a guy like Kenny Pickett, who are my top three right now, uh, one of those guys wouldn't go ahead of Mac Jones at 15, or something like that, like, Justin Fields at 11, I mean, Justin Fields is, that, that's kind of ridiculous, but, like, one of those guys wouldn't slot somewhere in there? No. I wouldn't, and I agree with that. I, I, I would firmly take if Mac Jones is in this draft, I, he would firmly be my quarterback one. Yeah, I would, I would hundred percent agree. And, with and, that. and again, that's not saying he has the highest ceiling, right? I still don't think he does. But with that said, I think coming from Alabama holds a lot of weight. Absolutely, you absolutely, it, it, it does. It does. If you're a it, starter on Alabama, then of course you're ready for the NFL. Of course, of course. But and again, I would say he doesn't have the highest ceiling. I think. Even now, I think Corral, Willis, and Pickett would all have higher ceilings, but that's rarely reached anyway. But I think they would all have higher ceilings than a Mac Jones. But I just – I have really little I, – I have to I have to see them prove it. That's all I'm going to say. Like, I just don't – I don't trust it. Yet. And time's running out, like you said. There's not much more time to prove it here. And I've yeah, seen well, that. So I think, like – I think at this point they are what they are. Um like I, I, I feel like maybe they can do like a couple, you know, little things here and there to 
stick out. Like, you know, I, I still think the race to who's number one is still open. Obviously. Oh, yeah, it's very much open. Um, so I think one, one of these guys can separate themselves for their man of the year. But in terms of like what their uh, NFL um, project projection is, I think they pretty much are what they are. I know. Um, I, th- I think as of right now, I do see probably two or three of them going in the first round. Just because yeah, I, I, I do too. Yeah. I mean, there, there was a report the other day that one executive came out and said he could see six going in the first round, which, oh, which you see, like, I mean, when there's a, a dearth of, of talent, like when, when you see a lot, like, you know, a lot of these guys being an option. Sure. Like I, I can understand, you know, taking a swing, but it's also how many teams need quarterbacks like Atlanta, Houston, Yep. Um, th- uh, those are like the two like that you'd expect. Washington. Washington. Um, and like I-, I don't think they will, but we'll put on like the next tier of teams that could do it. Detroit could do it. They could. Den- Denver could do I it. I was going to look at Denver yeah. too. Um, I really don't think Pittsburgh. The- I really don't think the- Pittsburgh is another one. So what? That's five. Yeah, five. Yeah. Um, I guess. I, I'm getting picky here right now, yeah. but Vegas, depending on what they want to do with Carr, uh, if they I, want to start over. I, I, I was, like, thinking about that, but, like, because, yeah, you got, like, kind of a new – Nah, regime, screw that. I think Mayock will want to – Yeah, but yeah. Carr has proven that, you know, I mean, again, not, he has fallen off a little bit, but there's been a lot of things going on. But he was in the MVP race oh, earlier. Oh, New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans. New, New Orleans. There you go. That's six. Um, yeah, there's, like, the teams – and then there's the other teams, like – the John, I really think the Eagles are not. I, I, I have to see the rest of the year, sure, but like me too. And like, but they were Connor. You see me emotionally just switch gears a bunch of times because yeah. it's just natural for me to just be so invested yeah. into this team and like what I see and not like what I see. But we after week eleven, I think I've seen enough, and I think Jalen Hurts is going to yeah. get that second year. I, I, I'll wait down the stretch because he sure. has the Giants twice, he's got Washington twice, and then he's got the Cowboys, I believe. Sure. So there's I'll do the same thing with Jones. But like I yeah. think the Eagles and the Giants are on that like highly doubtful, but like I wouldn't be absolutely shocked. Uh, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't be either. Yeah. And Jalen Hurts is, has just gotten better and better every week. Yeah. I think it has nothing to do like I, I don't think it has much to do with Hurts. I think, like you were saying earlier, and this was after last, it was before last week, but like, is there a guy that might fit Sirianni's system a little bit better, like Kenny Pickett? That's what I was thinking. So, like, Like timing throw type of guy. So, I would still like put it as a possibility, but I put it below all those other teams. But right there, that's like eight or nine teams. Yeah. And then you have like. So, yeah. So, you know what? Let's just throw the Eagles in there for now. Yeah. And I'm going to throw you a, a real curveball with my last team here. Hold on, let me. Can I guess it? Yes. Real curveball. Real curveball. And it has something to do with the contract situation. Give me two guesses. Okay. Minnesota. No. Uh, but 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 that he that, okay Con- that that actually fits exactly what I was saying. I know. Like contract situation, Cousins has one more year, and yeah, they could be looking for the next guy. So that's you're not going to say Baltimore, are you? No. Okay. All right. Hold on. Because. But- I'll say close. Uh, give me one more. Yeah, no. Because like, I, 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 I like this. I like this exercise I'll here. I'll um, Contract. Ooh. Cleveland. Yep. Oh. Yep. Eh? 
Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. Because because Cleveland is in a position where they they could do it and it doesn't hurt them because what else did like their offensive line is stacked and set up. They all all extended. They have, their offensive line is set for the oh, next, yeah. like few years. Yes. Their defense is stacked. Yep. Uh, they they can add weapons like oh, their running game is stacked. Uh, the weapon, the offensive weapons, you can add throughout the draft. Yep. Quarterback's really the only question. Yeah, man. That question where they got a great two-headed, probably three-headed monster right now with uh, De Ernest uh, Johnson. Yep. All right. So and, and Kareem Hunt. Well, and, if he comes back. Yeah, but, yeah. But like, even that's still, why I say three because, because you got Chubb, Hunt, and, uh, and Johnson. And who cares? Yeah. But, right. Um, but yeah, Cleveland is. Yeah. It, Cleveland's one of those sneaky teams where I could see them doing it. Where it's like a, I don't know. I, I I wouldn't be shocked. I'll say that Baker's hold held them back. So I, I I couldn't. I mean that's not that's not crazy. But it's also the injuries with him, and he's in a contract year where they're like, hey, like I, I don't want to give you forty million dollars just yet. Like, yeah, they could tag him. Which I could say I wouldn't give him thirty. Sure, right now. Sure, but 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 I'm but and that just plays in your if, argument. If he, if he is staying, they're gonna have to give him forty. Yeah, they're gonna have that's to give him forty. Yeah, that's the going rate. Right. Have to give him forty. Right. And would you feel comfortable giving Baker Mayfield forty million dollars on not. a whatever, however long? I'd be okay giving him twenty five. I I tag him. I tag. I, I if I were them, not not saying I would a hundred percent draft a quarterback, but I'm saying. What they could do is they could tag him, draft a quarterback, and be like, "Let's let's see how this plays out." And yeah. Fill out those other positions because they literally do not need. I don't know what upgrades they could have, and because receiver, you can second round, third round, whatever, you can add. Stuff of course, there. of course, that's the only position that I think they need to upgrade. And I think they have two decent pieces at receiver. I mean, they got Peoples Jones and they sure. got and Jarvis Schwartz. Landry's okay, yeah. and, and, and Schwartz, Schwartz is good um, too. But but like I said. Guys, you could third. You can add a third round pick in this in this class that could be your number one guy. Yeah, like, you could literally do that. And everywhere else, tell me what other upgrade that they have because they're so young on the defensive side of the ball. There's, There's second, no value in linebackers. No, no. Right? The, and plus, I think the linebackers are good. Yeah, yeah exactly. They're fine exactly, well, exactly. They're fine on the defensive line. Uh, you know, with Garrett and well, Clowney's been you know non-existent. So, but, I mean, what's what's more important? When you have a guy like Garrett on the other end, I know just a guy who could just be yeah, well, okay. Exactly. You know, that's exactly. a, take the attention off yeah, him for a little exactly. bit. You know, so yeah, you're right. I mean, Baker's really been holding this team back. So I mean, I, I that, that's that's not too crazy. And I do like uh, I, I'm not going to dog on Baker because I do think that like I mean, this man is is playing through significant injuries. That that's why I say him. like I think they give him another year. But but they but but that's my thing is. It's a contract year. Like, well, they picked up his fifth, right? Or they're they're about to pick up his fifth. I think they have to do it this year, right? Yeah, they haven't done it yet. I don't mm. believe. I think they do it by like next year. I think before June first. Yeah, but, or something but I'm like saying that. even if they do, do yeah. that, like, do they do that? Because what? Uh, well, the Bears didn't. They didn't pick up Trubisky's fifth, and then they drafted uh, um, Fields. Fields and. Well, he was gone already, but uh, um, I don't know. I don't, that that doesn't really line up. But, no, no. I see, I see where your I see where your mind's going, though. But I do. They 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 could do it. They could literally be like, "Hey, we'll pick up your fifth. Um, 
we're, we're going to draft this guy because we, we, we don't know yet. So show me something. If you don't, you're gone. If you do, great. And this guy will be a backup until we trade him away or whatever. I don't know. Wow. What a distraction that yeah. would be. Because that, cause the thing is, Cleveland's in this unique position where they have one of the best rosters in football and they should be a Super Bowl contender. And they're not right now. Yeah, we both thought they yeah. would win the AFC North. Or it, AFC, is it AFC East? No, North, 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 okay. Right. Sorry, I just got my divisions all first up. I don't know why it is. Up, I don't yeah. know why it's the AFC North. Like, you yeah. know what throws me off? The Colts. They throw me off because the AFC South, but they're up in Indiana. Well, I mean. You know, that throws the, me off. And, and sure, the AFC East makes sense because, like, uh, you know, they're all Eastern teams. But New York, New England, and Buffalo are all North. And Miami is South, sure. But, like, they're all North. Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Cleveland, and Cincinnati. I mean, I guess they're north too, but I would switch up. All those other teams are north, like Buffalo, New New York, and uh, New England are all more north than the Ravens. I'll do a division realignment right now. Put the Colts in the north. Put Pittsburgh in the east. Put Miami in the south. Boom. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, Right. You figured it all out. Love it, right? I love it. And then now we'll do another alignment too. Cowboys, NFC South. Yeah. Carolina Panthers, NFC East. God, that would that would be. I, I agree with it, but that would also. It makes sense. Yeah, I know, but it would also be like uh, that would just ruin the rivalry for all of us. I know. I just I just really hate them. And I, I just, do, but I hate them because I want them banished to another planet. Uh, well, as long as they don't win a Super Bowl. Yeah, it's still very real. It's very real. Yeah, they, they, they could. I mean, within the next couple of years, I mean, at the most, I would and, say, right? And I'm sorry, Cowboys. Oh, I mean, people have been saying that for years. But now it's like you see it. There's a different feel to it. But there's but there is a short window because of, because of how much money you have tied into these guys and how long they can perform at this level because you always have to fill in pieces after not winning for a certain amount of time. True. And there's te- – like, I mean – Look at the Packers. I'm sure the Packers won, but like, look at the Packers. Look at the Seahawks. Look at you know all these teams that like were like, oh, the window's open for all these years, and those teams actually won. But where have they been since? That's a good point. They're good. They're good. They're good teams, but yeah, they don't. They don't get. They don't get to that next level. This is true. This is true. They, uh, but I mean. Cowboys and they're drafting these past couple oh, of years, know. you know. But you're right, though. I mean, they do have a lot of money tied into these guys. Zeke's going to be there next year because of the contract restructuring. They yep. kicked the can down the road a little bit. Um, I think Amari Cooper's gone. Uh, and then you're going to have, you know, Trayvon Diggs probably but, asking but, for but, money but, soon. But this, but this is what I'm saying. I know. I, they, I hear they you. Have Diggs asked for money, but like they. Well, Lawrence to, is gone they, too, probably, right? They have to, yeah, probably. Yeah. But they have to rebuild that defense because again you know you're losing guys like Lawrence or whatever but you still you have to replace him you have to rebuild you have to build up the secondary and while you're doing that you're Tyron Smith another year older more injured you have, yeah like you're then the offensive line that's been so good all, all, for all these years you're gonna have to rebuild that soon right you're gonna go through this other process where it's kind of gonna dip and dip and go up and dip and like you have a very small window of like the Patriots are really the only team like you have other teams like the Ravens are another good example and the Steelers for the most part of just being solid to very good for so long but not 
making that, you know, extra jump. And the Cowboys, I feel like, you know, could fall into it. They could absolutely win it. They could win it this year, but I, I don't know yet. Yeah, no, I don't know yet either. Um, so, Connor, got any last uh, final things before we get out of here and make our Week 12 picks? Or are you I pretty much know. good? Let's, let's make these uh, Week 12 picks. Yeah. All right, y'all. So that completes for another episode of Beers uh, on the Gridiron. And uh, I'm going to end it. We're, well, we're, we're going to end it here, and then we'll make our Week 12 picks. And we'll get to you guys next week with some more uh, hot takes. Yeah. <laughs> Peace. Peace.